As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Three billionaire playboys. One, but also sometimes two lowly entrepreneurs. One chance to hit the big bucks. If you've seen Dragon's Den or Shark Tank, This is the same as those, but not similar enough to constitute any sort of legal action. This is Rat's Nest. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Rat's Nest, the only podcast hosted by three multi-billionaire playboys. It is a show where lowly entrepreneurs pitch their businesses and product ideas in exchange for our big money and cash dollar bills. I am Sherman Michael Shunk. And these are my two biggest dollar bad boys, Jeremiah St. Baby. Hey, it's a Jeremiah St. Baby, baby. And also my friend, Hank S. The whole ass and nothing but the ass, so help me God. And so help us all, God, Lord and Savior, so help us all, Jesus Christ Almighty, and praise be. Praise be, baby. And we love to start off with a beautiful little prayer. We pledge allegiance to the almighty dollar. Two things we got in common. We're billionaires, and we all believe in God above. We give thanks to him at every possible turn. Yes. Oh, I have gratitude every single day that I'm able to swim in a jacuzzi filled of bubbling money. I record my end of this from my knees in a church. People have been asking. They say, I can't find your podcast anywhere. I'm looking in the finance section. I'm looking in the comedy section, which is very flattering. Yeah. And I tell them, what are you talking Well, Have you checked religion? Religion. You got to check. It's, it's religion because this is what we worship. Number one religious podcast iTunes Canada. I was going to say, that's pretty wild, huh? I was just going to give one more big shout out to the man upstairs. Hell yeah, man. Yes, my landlord. You know, we're all in the basement apartment in God's eyes. That's right. But that's Does it. that track? <laughs> <laughs> sure. I, <laughs> yes. You know, God as landlord is not, uh, you know, not enough people buy into that idea of God, but I think it's ultimately great and clear and, uh, Importantly, it allows us to pivot to our uh, pro-landlord stance. That's well, right. Yes. That's, right. It, that's true, because we're all landlords as well, I think, for real, Absolutely. all of yeah. us. I'm a slumlord and proud of it. I'm taking the word back. Somebody had to, and we're happy that it was you, Hank S. If you're living in one of my homes and it's not a slum yet, 
just, just wait. wait. You just wait. <laughs> and that's how he gets you. I'm not just a slum lord because I neglect my properties until they descent of their own accord into slums. I pour money into turning them into slums. I revel in the fact that my tenants have to wade about in the slop like pigs. I mean, you made news when you shipped in those cockroaches from Syria. Those were rare. They were rare. If people don't believe it, I've seen the books. This Hank is not making money on this endeavor. This is a pet project. It's a social experiment. He's not going to make money on it. It's not about the money in this case, you know. Exactly. I tried to sell it as a reality show. The network said no. So I said, okay. Then it's for me. Art for art's sake. This is his pet project. And this is what it's all about. It's about projects. It's about investments. And that's what I want to talk about today. As per usual, I want to know, what have you guys got on the go? Hank asks, let me hear it. Well, it's interesting you mentioned pet projects because that is something I've started working on. We're all familiar with the pet rock. Yeah, yeah. Just take a rock, slap a couple googly eyes on them. You got a pet. I have uh, created the pet project. And it's a way to own your project and find cute uh, reasons to love your project. So let's say your project is some paperwork. Googly eyes on the paperwork. (laughs) Okay, and I see this and this is innovation and I like this. Let's say your project is uh, reshingling your roof. Googly Googly eyes eyes on the shingles. (laughs) Okay, so hey guys, let me me understand something. Uh, Well, first of all, it's my understanding that putting the googly eyes on the pet rock or having a pet rock is really just an alternative for, for kids, say, who, you know, can't own a dog or are not present enough to even have a fish. Yeah. And I don't want that pet rock. You're saying I could just make anything a pet. Easy. Let's say you're one of those kids who parents, they don't even let you have a rock in the house. Because it's a glass house. And you you might throw that stone. Or let's just say you're someone who lives, you know, in a normal home. But you're thinking to yourself, like, uh, well, what do I have? What do I have? I got so little. Would you got a roof over your head? Sure. Boring. Boring. Well, fine. What if it's not a roof? What if it's a pet? Aww. What if that ain't a floor you're standing on? What if that's a pet floor? Aww. What if you're pulling on your boring old pants every morning? Who cares? What if you're pulling on your pet and your pet's the thing covering your legs and rubbing up against your genitals, you nasty boy? And those pants aren't going to leave hair behind, I'll tell you that, unless you're wearing fur pants. Correct. Although we have uh, introduced into our product line the Super Pet Project, which is googly eyes and loose hair. Oh. Okay, and now you're speaking my language. I like this. Yeah, I like it too. Because I'm thinking, yes, of course I want my roof to, you know, be my pet. I want my carpet to be my pet, but I want it to be softer. Exactly. I want it to be cute and I want to I want to show it off and I want people to know when they see it that it's a pet version of the thing. They want to go, "Oh, did that just come back from the groomers?" I want them to say. That's right. And part of the fun of having a pet is, you know, playing annoyed with all of the nuisances a pet causes. So when someone comes by and they go, aw, that's a nice roof. They see the googly eyes. They go, aw, how long have you had that little roof? And then you get to say this. A, you get to say this. It's a rescue. That's a fun joke. That's fun. You also get to say this. You go, yeah, it's cute. It's cute, but it sheds. And then you show the loose hair and they say, okay, well, you know, nothing's perfect. Right. Yeah. That's nice. And then you get to market the original normal shingles with googly eyes as a hairless pet roof. Whoa, an alternative. It it goes deep. Holy hell, man. We're getting the whole ass in this this particular scenario. I love it. Listen, full disclosure, I found a way to mark up bags of googly eyes at 300,000 times their uh, worth. 
and I'm running with it. Baby, it's all about marketing, and you've got it nailed down. I love it, Hank S. Incredible product. Appreciate you. Buddy, I'm, th- I'm, I'm looking around my house. I'm seeing pets everywhere. I can't wait to start slapping googly eyes onto these suckers. You're going to call yourself Ace Ventura for all these pets in your house. And let me tell you something. If you got a house full of pets, do go in there. <laughs> now, Jeremiah, I want to know. You're spending time in the lab lately. I want to know what's going on in your world. Uh, you're absolutely right. I'm down in the lab. Um, we're cooking up something which I'm really excited for. We're, we're, we're manufacturing a hat that you can wear and add a voice command of your choosing, which you could pre-program, helicopter blades spring out of the hat, and then you're able to vertical takeoff and land wherever you please. Not unlike the Inspector Gadget kind of roto helicopter blades that come out of his hat. In fact, that is exactly what it is. We're hoping that this is going to really appeal to the um, downtown wealthy gadabout. Say you got a meeting at the BMO building down on Bay and King. Yeah, I'm listening. But then you gotta, but then right after the meeting, you got a lunch at the Shangri-La up on University and Queen. Sure. And they're virtually, they're virtually at the same time. How am I going to get there? You just put on this hat, you say whatever you want. I think it'd be fun personally to say, go, go gadget helicopter and zip out. Wouldn't that be fun? Vertically, 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 vertically. this is not, this is not a fixed wing aircraft. This is a vertical takeoff and landing personal conveyance. You're saying a lot of vertical, just mostly sounds strictly vertical. How am I going to get to the location if I'm only going up and down? This is a good question. Here is the beauty of it. The computer will then take off to a height of 300 meters. Now that's pretty tall. That's taller than most buildings in the city, except the CN Tower. God bless her. God bless. May God continue to smile upon her. And praise be and let the sun shine down upon our CN Tower, this great nation. I know we're not supposed to worship false idols, but let me just tell you something. When Moses gave that commandment, he didn't know the CN Tower was coming down the pipeline. The CN Tower was going to emerge, and it rises like a jewel in the crown of Toronto, Ontario, Canada. It finishes, and then it keeps on going. And it keeps on going. I'm tearing the fuck up. So, what the what the what the conveyance does is it zips up to a height of 300 meters and calculates what how long it needs to wait up there while the earth rotates under okay, you. Okay, and it's taking into account wind. It's taking, it's into, taking account into account wind. Account. Um, there are a few glitches. In some cases, people have been up there for a very long time, waiting for the Earth to rotate under it so that your destination is right beneath you, and it shoots you back now. Doesn't sound like a glitch. It sounds like a, a safety measure. You know, what is it going to launch you back down when it's when yeah, exactly. you're not ready? You're going to land at a park. You're going to land at... Come on. Instead of just building in some sort of horizontal forward motion uh, feature... It's just purely vertical, but then you hover in the air while the earth turns yes. under you? That's right. And in some cases, it will take, um, I believe the, the lab got back to me with 36 weeks. Someone <laughs> okay. was up there. Uh, we wow. lost. Okay. We, <laughs> and I'm no science guy, but it, it seems far longer than, than it should take. At the risk of stating the obvious, you're, you're not getting to the Shangri-La in time for that lunch. You know what I'm laughing, but only because it's really, you say you're not a science guy. You know who was uh, my guy, Stephen. Jobs. By the way, yeah, he he went up there. He went up there and was did the 36 weeks, and then yeah, only a skeleton came back, which is shocking. Different Stephen. Different Stephen. <laughs> and this Stephen had a job, let me tell you, but now he does not because he died up there. But you know, he gave his life for the lab. You know. Oh, you know what you should have said after he died, Stephen. 
you had one job. But I will say we are working out the kinks. Um, we'll figure it out. We are going to keep it just vertical uh, at the moment. Oh, I'm sorry, yeah. But is the hat also going to spit out one of those, like, roto rotor blades that's, you know, tilted, you know, vertically that spins, that keeps the... You know what I mean? What are we... No, I don't. <laughs> I'm going to put a jet engine. It's so dumb. <laughs> it's foolish. It's, it's a dumb. foolish idea. I mean, I don't know the science, but the I do des- know well, that going is forward is not foreign to, like, other airborne things. We can all agree that we don't know the science. No, we don't. Uh, you know helicopters do go forward. You know who did know the science? Who? Steven, and he, he died. So uh, we're still you know what? The kinks. We used to have Steve Jobs, Johnny Cash, and Earl St. Uh, CN Tower. And now we got no Jobs, no Cash, but Earl CN Tower's still kicking, baby. And he's kicking, he's kicking. And God bless, and, and yes. may it shine on. We're not science guys. I what I've got going right now is an intro. It's more. It's a service actually. Wait, before you tell us your service, can I say one more thing about the CN Tower? I'll allow it. You know how um, there's a Ripley's Aquarium in the basement now. Yeah. You know, people talk about it and they say, "Oh, the CN Tower has a Ripley's Aquarium in it now," and that's how they frame it. When really we should say we took the tallest, coolest tower in the world. And put sharks in it. That's right. Legally, we added sharks to the CN Tower. Legally added sharks. And that's the difference between a marketing dummy and a marketing genius. All right? That's what I would have done. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, absolutely. Those sharks rock. And I'm amazed that they fit them in there. Because from where I'm standing, whenever I see the CN Tower from my neighborhood, it looks so small and thin. I don't know how they get those sharks in there. Sharks are quite large. I'm looking at the CN Tower. You know, I'm, I'm out in Etobicoke. I'm looking at this thing and I'm like, it's so small. It's so small and thin. How do they get those sharks? And they couldn't be more than a meter wide. I'm not going to sit here and explain it's, it's perspective tiny. to it's, you. It's tiny. Yeah. It's miniature. No. Anyways, again, I'm no science guy, all right? Once an I wanna, episode, I wanna, there's I wanna, something you refuse <laughs> to understand. And, and, I, no and I, how hard I try. And thank you for reiterating. It is so small, Hank. I don't know how they do it. No. But do you tell understand you, uh, that from, from that vent, from that distance, you wouldn't even see a shark. It would seem so small. It would seem so too so It would seem microscopic. Okay, see, and this is because you're far and this away is from why it. it's confusing. Because when I'm watching them on on my TV, they aren't. They don't seem so small. They seem about a, a meter and a half wide from where I'm standing. You do have a that's a big television. So wait, do you think that the sun is really the size of a penny? It's like a toonie. It's bigger. It's way bigger than a toonie. It's bigger than the Earth. Do you do you get that? It's way bigger than the Earth. Well, I wouldn't be able to tell because I can't see. The Earth, I'm, I'm, I'm on it. Oh, so you think that the Earth is the biggest thing? All I want to do is tell you about my new project, all right? Well, yeah, you go, go That's right That's all on. I've been trying to get at. You know, we used to have Steve Jobs, Johnny Cash, and Sherman's turn to talk. Amen. And now we got no jobs. Frankly, we actually, we do. You, all three of us have jobs. And we got cash. We do have quite a bit of cash. And it's Sherman's turn to talk. Thank you so much. Listen, but speaking okay. of that, my favorite place to get a haircut is the CN Tower. And my it's also my favorite place to get a pasta vizier. Oh, yeah. And I like to paint a little India ink on the tip of the point and then get a helicopter to lower me down so I can give myself a uh, stick and poke tattoo on the tip of the tower. As infuriated as I am in this moment that I am not getting my turn to talk, 
I also enjoy doing that, Hank. I also get a kick out of that. I love a stick. I got a classic stick and poke tattoo. It's a bent out of shape Bart Simpson pronouncing something wrong. Okay, wow. Pet projects. Okay, incredible. Here's what I've got on the go. We're calling it Takedown Security Detail Express. Okay, it's kind of like a home security service, but it's got a bit of a twist. You guys are like me. You like action flicks. You like a good spy flick. These spies get to, they infiltrate the facility. You know what I'm talking about, Jeremiah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're sneaking around, Hank. They're knocking out guards, Hank. Yeah, spy movies. Spy movies. You know what I'm talking about? Guy shit. Intrigue. Yeah, real bro stuff. Yeah. Yeah, movie for the boys. Yeah. So, Take Down Security Detail Express. It's a, I just invested in this as a big, big new project for me. What Take Down is doing, we're bringing that excitement to you. Okay. So, let's say, Hank, you make a booking for tonight. All right. You finish up work down at the lab. You swing by Jeremiah's. You know, let's go get a beer. You guys go out and get a beer. Ah, what a great night. You head back to your place later that night. Whoa, wait a second. Your property is crawling with armed guards. Armed guards that you get to sneak past and or neutralize at your discretion. People I can kill. We give you everything. Ropes, knives, Whoa. silence pistols, marbles, dinky cars, Dinky cars. Whatever you need. Okay. Chloroform. We got so many different packages. You know, you can spend as much or as little as you want. And you can take these guards down the way you want to take them down. And this is the kicker. This is the best part. Oh, wow. I know you're asking me, Sherman, isn't this murder? This is the best part. Technically, legally, it is not murder because these armed guards are full length man-sized Oompa Loompas that we have genetically (laughs) manufactured down in the lab. It is not, it cannot be manslaughter if there's no man involved. You are talking about men. A full-sized Oompa Loompa is a man. We've gone over this. These are fully lengthed out Oompa Loompa guys, genetically manufactured, technically not men. I feel like you've emphasized in the past though that they're not orange. They don't have any weird color to them. You're yeah. describing okay, but, work but they you. can be, but they can be. That's the thing. They can't. Right. They can't. Well, anyone can be. Explain to me. You, how did you crack this in the lab? You're just making guys? Do you really want me to go back into want, talking no. about the Oompa Loompa no, but I process? Wanna, no, no. I want to know how you're making them. I want you to go into detail about okay. the research. Okay. You about know, what, the, you the know about Willy Wonka, right? <sighs> He's got these guys. Yeah. These guys are maybe three foot tall. No, why did I ask? I just want to we know take him in, we ma- stretch him out. These guys are coming out full size, full length guys. Coming out where? Are there women involved? Is there conception? Is there a nine month waiting period at any point? Yes. I'm going to talk through the steps that I think are involved and you tell me if I'm wrong. A man and a woman have sex. The woman gets pregnant. No, I mean, you got it. It's done. <laughs> nine months later, she gives birth. 20 years later, you start marketing this full sized man as a long Oompa Loompa and selling him. Am I wrong? I mean, (laughs) technically, you are right in every facet of what you just said. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, so there's no but coming. No, I mean, like, technically and then also in every other possible... There's there's nothing else. There's no... Yeah, okay. So you're breeding... Yeah, you're breeding men. I mean, it is really just one... It is one man. It is just one guy. But it is fun that you just get to take them down because it's like a, your own elite security, for, someone's elite security force. And this is the thing is this guy is is detailing your property. This guy is walking around, you know, oh, you throw, I mentioned marbles, you throw a marble, he's going to do this. This is the kind of thing he's going to do. You're in a bush, you throw a marble over where he is. He, he's going to go, huh? 
Oh. And then he's gonna yeah. he's gonna kind of put his gun out and he's gonna kind of walk to where better go check it out. And he's gonna kind of walk towards where he thinks it yeah. came from. And that's your yeah. cue to sneak up behind him, hit hit F for assassinate and assassinate that Oompa Loompa motherfucker. Hit F on what? <laughs> oh wait, so so wait wait so it's a video game. It's a PC game. You're saying? No, we're basing it off of a PC game where you're killing guys right. or whatever, right? An F. For fight sure. or for assassinate? For, for fight, sure. Fight. Hit F on what? What are you holding that has an F on it? Isn't it just you and your hands? Where's the F? Sherman! Sherman! <laughs> Sherman, where are you? Sherman, answer him! Uh, Sherman's going inside his shell. And may I say, Sherman, that shell came along wonderfully. Thank you so much. Yes, it's really becoming. And that is our sponsor for the week. The Sherman Shell. Sherman's brand, Sherman Shells, from Shunk Industries. Uh, the Man Shell, a shell for when y- that you wear on your back and that you can retreat into when you are feeling sheepish or shy or a bit ashamed of what you just did. It's a nice, cozy place to curl up. You can put blankets or whatever you will in there. It's the full-sized... Man Shell from Shunk Industries. The Sherman Shell, get yours today. I love my Man Shell. I'd love to bring in our Entrepreneur of the Week. Please welcome the very patient, failed comedian, Tim Gray. Tim, welcome to The Nest. Hey, so happy to be here. So happy to be here. Honestly, it's an honor to meet Hank Ass, Jeremiah St. Baby, and Sherman Michael Shunk. You three have really defined uh, industry in Canada. And you gave a lot of entrepreneurs like myself something to aspire to. Wow. I like this attitude. I like this reverence, this reverence. Flattery will get you everywhere. I mean, don't count on it. I just want to know, do we need to charge this guy's battery up? Because uh, (laughs) his energy seems to be running a little low, boy. What have you come to us with? Let's hear it. Well, I'm trying to lean back on my business training. Um, You know, I am a classically trained businessman myself. Classically trained (laughs) businessman. Very good. The Warren Buffett school of uh, I know what I'm doing. That's right. I went to a a school of business, uh, you know, in Winnipeg. And I've also, you know, I read all the books on business, how to close a deal, how to open a deal, how to... How to figure out if it's a deal or a taco. Yeah, yeah. Let's <laughs> right. make, yeah. These are important subjects. Yes. I, I want to be an entrepreneur. I want to get into the world of uh, industry and I want to get working again. Um, and I think I have a decent idea that I, I would love to see if you would be investors in it. For my part, I got to say that I am very excited to hear what this exhausted man <laughs> has to pitch us. Yes, I hope it's some sort of energy pill. Let's hear it, Tim. Okay, okay. Well, I, I kind I kind of have a couple ideas, but I'll, I'll give you the main idea, right? This is the I'm going to give the entree first, and then uh, if you want. Sorry, to... you're, you're you're leading with the entree, which is usually the dinner part of the meal, and then you're going to follow it up with an appetizer. We're going like to a... start with the headliner, and we're going to close with the uh, open micer. <laughs> okay, and I like this that you're bringing in your skills that you know. You have these comedy skills, these performance skills. You're bringing this into your business. I like this. Let's continue. That's right. Yeah, l- let me start with the. Uh, uh, lobster, and then I'll finish with some uh, mozzarella sticks, please. Yes, thank you. And Jeremiah, what still would you hungry. Have? Well, I'm going to have the steak, and I'll finish with a little mozzarella with Mozzarella sticks? <laughs> you want the mozzarella <laughs> sticks, too? <laughs> I, 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 you got, I gotcha. 
<laughs> and I want chicken nuggets, or we have to leave and go somewhere else if you don't have them. I and won't can stay. we get fries for the table, please? And a yeah. Samuel Adams. Would you like? A, yeah. Everyone would like a Samuel Adams. Yeah, I'll we'll just get the Adams. We'll get one Samuel Adams with four straws. And don't let the straws touch or I won't eat it. Here's my idea. So I, I'm thinking about, you know, industry. I'm thinking about synergy. I'm thinking about, oh, you yeah. know, trying okay. to identify the need before the public does. You know, like the can was invented in Napoleon times and the can opener was like years later, hundreds of years later. So what's a problem that we have in our uh, society now that permeates our population, uh, but there is no solution to it. We haven't even thought about it or framed it as a problem yet, right? So my biggest thing in my life that I deal with is um, shitting my pants in public. Okay. okay. All right. I think okay. a lot of men okay. of a certain age have, uh, you know, whether it's uh, unpredictable bowels or uh, food poisoning, what have you. Um, so let's say you're out and about, you're in the city, you're going from meeting to meeting you know um let's say you're down on bay and king street and you're in the bmo building and you're closing deals you know i am rock hard right now (laughs) you walk out and uh oh my god my stomach is rumbling and uh, i gotta deal with this right away uh, but there's no bathroom around that i can destroy so pull out your phone you pull up an app and uh, you get a toilet drone sent to you. Wow, okay, I did not Whoa. see that coming. Amazon's using drones to deliver packages. Drones are everywhere now. We all have drones. We love drones. We go to bed with drones. Yeah. We're marrying drones. We're mm-hmm. sending drones off to college. We're Yep, we're learning that our kids are falling in love with them, and then I have to t- turn a leaf and become okay with that sort of relationship. And it's a real journey, and it's tough. Yeah, guess who's droning to dinner? My son's falling in love with a drone, but at the same time, I'm falling in love with that drone's mom. Mm. No? Mm. Wow. Oh. And then you both have, like, a marriage on the same day, and, like, go on a honeymoon together, and you're, like, you're high-fiving your son on the shared balcony. I found out my son was interested in a woman. We laugh about this now. It's a bit of a prank I pulled back when I had uh, Asshole, my prank show. I found out my son was interested in a girl. He was dating her. He told me he got engaged. And I was just like, oh, this would be hilarious. So I quickly fell in love with his mom. I quickly got engaged and we tied the knot one day before my son did. On the wedding, the priest said, does anyone have any objections? And I stood up with the marriage certificate. I said, you can't marry her. That's, That's your, your sister, sister now, yeah. you ape. Yeah. And they called it off. Because they, they, they so had to. Funny. Yeah. I loved it, by the way. I loved it. No, I watched every episode. I love that prank that you pulled on Jean Chrétien. Yeah. I circumcised Jean Chrétien. <laughs> <laughs> At what he thought. He thought it was life-saving surgery. But it was just a, so funny. It was a, it was a circumcision that I did, did to him. This was recently. Yeah. He was old. He was an old man, yeah, and at risk, and we all laughed. Yeah, I love the online content, too, where you, like, follow them home, and you have, like, footage through their window of them just kind of dealing with what they saw. They thought a nun died. We're also the only prank show. We're the only prank show that that, uh, follows through and and catches up with our victims over the years. Catches up. Like, seven up, that uh, British docu-series. So... Drones that come in and, and, and let you shit in them? Is that that's what we're going at? Right. So, so yeah, you, uh, a drone comes down and it's got four legs that drop down and it's kind of got like a little basket. It's a little basket, you know, 
And it's like a drone slash robot sort of thing. Mostly drone. More drone than robot. But there's a little bit of robot in there. And a little hand comes out of the robot and it wipes your butt and it says thank you. Just to give our listeners a little peek behind the curtain. When we spoke to Tim about doing the show... Uh, we mentioned to him that uh, we had had already multiple bidet pitches, so maybe just avoid that. So he did the wonderful job of steering clear of a bidet and instead introducing a floating, flying toilet. From what I can tell, that's right, is that I cannot, with good conscience, invest in this product. My lab is 80% toilet and shit related products at the moment. I simply, it's not a matter of, you know, I'm not interested in the product. I am interested in the product. I just don't have the real estate for it. Can I finish the pitch? And then maybe this toilet drone could be the cherry on top. Okay. Yes. You've convinced me. All right. So this, this robot, it receives your dump and it get, wipes your butt wow. and it says, thank you. I, I liked that oh, a lot. Yeah, I do like I that. Aspect. <laughs> if it, if it speaks, if it says it in that tone, then yes, I'm coming along. Yeah. Okay. Says thank you. I like that a lot. Um, and then you, as soon as you walk away, it gets up, it flies off, and then it goes to the closest public park. And what it does is it just sort of sprays your dookie oh, no. over the public park to sort of help um, fertilize the trees and the plants. And oh. the, it's taking your waste and making public parks more beautiful. Okay, I like this. I like this. And I just had a thought. Hmm. Could you confirm or deny these drones, they can, they, they fly, I assume they fly vertically. I mean, they're flying. Can they also fly horizontally? This is good. This is juicy. Yes. Okay. And now in what I'm thinking and now in what I think my rats may be also thinking is, I'm thinking of a little bit of a combination. Jeremiah St. Baby, I'm thinking about your hat. Look, the hat, there's nothing wrong with it. My pitch is perfect. It goes up and it comes down, and it. But before it comes down, it waits for the Earth to rotate under you, and when your destination is directly beneath you. Let me propose a three-way combination involving all of your products. Ooh, you had me at three-way. Here's what I'm proposing. I'm listening. We take Sherman's full-sized Oompa Loompas, aka men. Amen. We combine that with Jeremiah's propeller hats. We combine that with the technology from. Tim's drones that allows things to travel forward and backward in addition to up and down. And we add the feature of something that accepts your poo-poo and thanks you for it and sort of goes on and on about how appreciative it is. But instead of a drone doing that, it's a bought and sold man wearing a hat and then just flying around the world doing this for people. Because for me, yes, yes, you know, doing my number two into a drone is very handy, but it doesn't scratch my particular itch, which is to be able to do that and to know that I'm uh, hurting someone else. And to be able to look into the eyes of a man with skin of orange and hair of green, and he's full size, and to tell him exactly what it is you're doing, and to have him have to look you in the eyes and say, thank you, I like that very much. Yeah, because as someone who runs his own most dangerous game sort of getaway for all the billionaires, you guys have been there, obviously. We've had a great time yeah, last yeah. weekend. We've hunted humans Beautiful. so much that it's become boring. And, you know, what's the next step? The next step is always humiliation and ownership in a way that doesn't result in death. You know, ownership and knowing that you're instilling a sense of more uh, humiliation and shame that the victim has to live with. I love this. A, tr a roving uh, toilet man who must receive my waste and fly away without saying anything uh, 
beyond the sort of pleasantries he must offer me. This is horrifically dark and I'm loving this. Yeah, that's a really nice pitch and that's a really kind of a symbiotic, dare I say synergistic way to kind of unite all these ideas. To wrap it all up with a bow, if you feel like you've got this, you know, roving flying toilet man and you, you get tired of saying, yeah, 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 I got a roving flying toilet man, slap a pair of googly eyes on him. Bam. You got yourself a roving, flying pet. At least he's housebroken, am I right? One can hope. So then with, uh, with uh, like, the biggest thing that I care about the most, I think, is the parks and making sure that the parks Yeah, get, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, that stuff's all going to come later so, in the paperwork. Don't worry about okay, that, Tim. Okay, okay, We okay. get it. We know. As long as, he'll go, as long as he goes to the and park and he throws it around. And we love your passion and we love, we love it. We love the message and it's great. And, you know, marketing, marketing's going to yeah, take care of it. Marketing's going to love that, yeah. Is it a deal or is it not a deal? You must say. You know what? It's a deal. Yeah. All right. All right. I feel like this is the extension of the gig economy in a way that I love. Mm-hmm. That's right. And you know what I'm excited about, guys, is, is after this comes out, just waiting those two months or so before people start to tweet like, ugh, I wish there were a button I could press so that my flying poo delivery uh, taker man can't look at me. <laughs> And we'll make that button. And we'll charge for it. it. That's premium. And I have to say, this has been a premium pitch and a premium uh, episode of this our rat's nest. Dookie drone dudes. Dookie drone dudes. Dookie drone dudes. Oh my God, Tim, this may be the best pitch. I feel like when you get in a room with Hank Ass, Jeremiah St. Baby, and Sherman Michael Shunk, that's kind of what happens. If you're open to it, if you're an empty cup... Ready to be filled with their ideas. An empty cup is the right way to think of it. We like to think of it as three billionaires, one cup. One cup. (laughs) And if you're willing to show up and be our cup, we will fill you. Thank you so much, Tim. Tim Gray, our entrepreneur. Tim Gray, field comedian. Thank you so much. What a pitch. And what a pitch, my boys. And what a pitch, my billionaire brothers. Jeremiah St. Baby. It's Jeremiah St. Baby. Baby, stay wealthy, baby. <laughs> That's, I like that little addition there. Uh, you keep that. And, of course, uh, my friend Hank asks, Where would I be without my Lord and Savior, God, Jesus Christ, the man above? Praise be. And may Jesus guide this recording and guide these MP3 files to your Google Drive in a safe and holy manner. Praise be, baby! Thank you so much for enjoying Rats Nest. Please join us again. We have another entrepreneur here in the Rats Nest. Will it be a deal? It generally, so far, tends to end that way, so perhaps yes, but we'll find out next week. Thank you so much. This has been Rats Nest. I have been Sherman Michael Shunk. I am Sherman Michael Shunk. I will continue to be Sherman Michael Shunk. Thank you so much, and see you next time in the Nest. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.